Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing lasting faith. Do good because he is good, according to God's word. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And you guys are on top of things. Yep, we're talking about lasting faith. Doing good because he is good. He's really good to us. Don't you know it? Claim it. Profess it. Because it's true. Let's look at the biblical and the world meaning of faith. Complete trust or confidence in someone or something. We can find this biblically in Acts 14, 21 and 22. They preached the gospel in that city, and won a large number of disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Did I say, or am I just thinking it? Well, I'm going to say it again, because I know I've said it before. Nothing about your walk with God is a walk in the park. Okay, well, it is. Jesus said his yoke is easy and his burden is light, which means doing the work Jesus called us to won't be so overbearing that you lose your faith. Nothing in this life and in this world should be able to change how you feel about and what you believe about God. The Bible is clear on this in Romans 8, 28 and 29. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. It's it's simple. Nothing should be able to cause your faith to waver when it comes to the kingdom and winning souls for it. Because all he's done for you. We can see from the key verse that even those sent out by God to spread the gospel needed some strengthening to ensure they stayed true to the faith. So I am encouraging you today to stay true to the faith. Psalm 23 and 4 is excellent for this walk that we will walk. And we shall say as we do this walk, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We have David here telling the Lord his faith will never waver, no matter the valley, no matter the struggle, no matter how bleak things may look at any given time, he will never, because God comforts him. Psalm 30 and 5 says this, and I'm going to paraphrase it, that as sure as the sun rises, the sun sets. Weeping endures for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Don't allow your lack of faith to get you stuck in yesterday's problems, misfortunes, or hardships. Let's look at Galatians 6, 7 through 9. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, 
from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not be worried in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I know you're wondering, why do I have to do good when or in a world where I'm being treated so badly despite my love and faith in Christ? That's a wonderful question. It's an even better question when you're tired of doing good and you can't see a glimmer of hope for all the good you're doing. Galatians tells us a man reaps what he sows. It can't be much clearer than that. I'm using a lot of very clear scriptures for you today. Don't need you to think they're very clear. If you quit, if you stop, if you turn your back, if you simply throw in a towel, you are forfeiting the good harvest you have planted. We can't rush God. We can't cheat or trick time. We have to patiently wait by trusting God. Galatians also says God can't be mocked. God is not a man that he should lie to us. That's a different verse, but I'm tying those two together. If God said it, he is more than capable to perform it or deliver it at the appointed time, whatever it is that he promised you, if you don't give up. As we go to our short break, I want you to get in the habit of saying, I came too far by faith to turn back now. I came too far by faith to quit now. I came too far by faith to stop now. I came too far by faith to throw in the towel on God and equally as important on Jesus Christ who died, bled, and suffered on the cross for me. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break to talk about some practical ways that we can keep the faith. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio after that short break. So let's look at some ways to have lasting faith while doing good because He is good. I'm sure everyone knows having faith in God is easy when everything is going your way. When the teachers are giving out A's, parents are buying you the latest drip, and your social media followers have doubled. When things are bad and less than favorable, how do you access that same faith you had when everything was good? Wouldn't it be great to know the end from the beginning of God's plan for your life? Better yet, wouldn't you want to see it in plain 4K visual? But you can't see God's picture for you now. It requires faith to trust that God has a plan for you. If you are the type who says, I believe it when I see it, or I need to see the big picture before I move forward in faith, then get comfortable. I want you to, to get a nice comfortable chair, get you a throw blanket, and get you some snacks. Because you're going to be sitting there in that spot that you're currently in right now for a very, very long time. Changing that unfavorable situation requires you to tap into that when it's going good faith in the unseen, basically under God's promise. But you know what? We got you here. We got you covered here at the PNT Podcast Studio. Here are five ways that I think you can do just that. Number one, it's God's timing. You have to understand that. In your self-centered thinking, we assume that we know how everything must work out and what time frame it should. God is the only one who knows the plan for your life. In this life, timing is everything. Hold tight and stay the course 
and his promises will come to pass. Number two, pray God's will. Don't pray that selfish prayer about the things that you want God to give you. Pray his will for your life. At some point in your life, you must have prayed, thy will be done. See, that's, that's in the Lord's prayer, thy will be done. Not my will, but thy will. Now that things aren't going your way, do you believe that means that God's will can't be done in your life? It was God's will for Jesus to go to the cross and die for sinners like you and I, and that happened, didn't it? You are right where God needs you and wants you right now. Be patient. Number three, preparation and training. Just like you prepare for a test, just like you prepare for an athletic event, just like you prepare for just going out the house, preparation is everything. In your impatience, we always think we're ready way before we really are. I can relate. This is typically the case for me too. Like most things that are important in life, it takes time. Just like cooking dinner takes time, a good dinner that is. A microwave dinner does not taste like a home-cooked meal. Let God do what he does best for you. Let God prepare you and train you up. You cannot put new wine in old wineskin. It will never hold. We find that in Matthew 9, 17. Number four, is it good for you? There's a scripture that I didn't note here, but there's a scripture that says, Everything is permissible, but you have to ask yourself, is it beneficial? So is it good for you? God's desire is to give us the desires of our heart. This doesn't necessarily mean what you're asking for is good for you. And that's why sometimes God doesn't give it to you. We always think we know what's best for us and sometimes others as well. The Bible tells us that no good thing does he withhold from those who walk is blameless. Psalm 84, 11. Number five, beware of the open door. Not all doors are opened by God. I want to say that again. Not all doors in your life are opened by God. Satan can open a false door for you to rush through. Keep that in mind. Remember, I said preparation and training. The doors that Satan opened don't require any of that. See, when we look at these doors, these doors could be open because we have sinned and given Satan room in our lives. Has your faith lacked in some areas of your life? And are you wondering why you're having trouble having faith in God when everything is going wrong? I beg you, I ask you, and I demand that you shut those doors and trust that God will open his door at the appropriate time for you. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about Acts 14, verse 22, but what stood out to me was we must, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. I wanted the group to know that when you become a Christian, a disciple for Christ, it does not mean that everything in your life that is wrong will immediately change for the better. No, this Christian walk is just that. It is a walk. Think about it. When you stand up and begin to move, you are headed somewhere, right? You are walking towards something, a destination. And sometimes when we walk, we have to move to the side so that we don't hit something or someone. But then there are times when we walk and we hit our arm on something, or y'all know the times when we hit our toe on a piece of furniture trying to get to a destination. Oh, the pain. 
But what do we do? We rub that arm, we grab that toe, hop around, squeeze it, put it down and continue to walk to our destination. I explained that it's the same with our Christian walk. We are going to have times, tribulation periods, when things are not looking good. Things are not feeling good. Things are not sounding good, but we have to continue on. There will be times when God will continue to test us and we will fail, but we must continue on. There will be times when the enemy will try to get you to not believe in God because things are not going the way you believe they should go. The enemy will try to get you to curse God. The enemy will try to get you to believe that you are doing the most trying to live for God. But the devil is a liar. Remember, he is here to kill, steal, and destroy, and we have to be able to move around him and continue on to our destination. And don't get it twisted. The ones that you call friends just might be your frenemies. Check them. Our faith will take us places that the enemy can't go. 1 Thessalonians 3, 1 through 5 reads, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all have faith. Let me repeat that. For not all have faith. And continues on by saying, But the Lord is faithful, who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you, both that you do and will do the things we command you. Now, may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. Now, all that is powerful. So if your faith is weak, strengthen it now. Don't be the one without faith. God says all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. Walk to your destination so that you may enter into the kingdom of God. In summary, the importance of lasting faith, doing good because he is good. John 13, 7 tells us something Jesus said that was very profound. And this was during a time where he was washing the disciples' feet. He was doing something good for them. He said, you do not realize now what I am doing but later you will understand. What you do now and the spirit in which you do it will be rewarded later. You know what that requires? Faith. When you seek to do good, you will find favor with God and man. Always seek to do good. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.